0: we <laughs>
1: Anybody in here know you? God's been good to you. Not just because, but somebody can say in spite of, despite of, everything I've gone, because I'm still in the land of the living. testimony. I could have been dead and gone but Lord you let me live on. I am a living test and I thank the Lord I'm still alive. Come on, somebody join in with me. Come on, say it for yourself. I am a living. Come on, could have been, but Lord. Come on, I. Am said I could have been, but somebody can say I should have been. Ah. Father, we thank you today for your goodness and your mercy. And God, I pray that as your word goes forth, it will remind us that whatever we give to you is simply acceptable, reasonable worship. Not just what we give to you in this place and in this space, but what we give to you in every day of our existence. Because we understand that worship is not an event, it's a lifestyle. It's how we live, how we move. It is our beingness that acknowledges that every good and perfect gift comes from you. And so we thank you. We ask you to bless now as only you can. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So if you haven't heard it already, I'm sure you will hear it. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you will see it. 2020 is my year of plenty. This is the year of increase. This is the year that I'm going to get. This is the year that I am going to receive. I will no longer be the tail. I am going to be the head. I won't be the last. I am going to be first. This is my year of increase. But it's amazing to me how self-centered we can become in our proclamations because we fail to understand in order for us to receive more from God, we have to learn how to give more of ourself to God. How is it that we can continue to ask God to give to us and we fail to give to God more of us? See, the key to getting more is learning how to give more. Giving more of yourself, your time, your talent, your treasure, your temple, your testimony. Learning how to give God yourself in totality. But it's not just a truth we need to know. It's a truth we need to practice. This year, we're starting this year by looking at the subject, how to make first things first. How do we reprioritize our life and our living so that instead of God coming in at the tail end, or instead of you practicing a convenient Christianity, that you actually make a commitment to make the Lord first in your life. And so that's what we want to talk about today, how to love God first. Now, we started this message on last week. This is part two, and we'll continue looking at other areas of our lives where we are to make God first, but we're going to start with the priority. If you have your outlines, would you say amen? If you need an outline, raise your hand and the ushers will get one to you. Last week, we started off by talking to you from the idea that you must make loving God your priority. The context of this message is very important. A teacher of the religious law comes to Jesus and asks Jesus, what is the most important of all of the laws? Jesus says to him, The Shema, the Lord our God is one and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind and all your strength. He adds in the second is like unto it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. This teacher of the religious law understood that many would stand around and they would be talking about Which of the 613 thou shalt and thou shalt not was the greatest? And he asked Jesus and Jesus says, let me just simplify this thing for you. It all starts with God and your love for God. Before you start talking about what you shall not and what you shall do, let's start with the foundation of loving God. And he says, you must make loving God, your priority, right? Verse 30, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. That is a personal decision that you must make. No one can make it for you and no one can practice it for you. Grandmama can pray for you, but she can't praise for you. You have to learn how to love God for yourself because your relationship with God is a personal one. And that word for love in the original language, agapao, where we get the word uh, agape is the root of that word. It's this unconditional, unmerited uh, love. It is not rooted in eroticism or in, 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 in sexuality. It's, it's a love that is an expression of the will that loves at the worst in order to see at the best. Amen. It's the love that God has for us. It is the love that God has for his son. It is the love that God expects from us towards him. And we think we are being more loving of God when we take the love that we have for each other and anthropomorphize it and then project it on God. So when I, when I sing a song like I'm falling in love with
0: Jesus,
1: I'm falling in love with Jesus. Hold, hold, hold on, don't, don't give God that love because you have some history of falling in and out of love. There's some men and women you have fallen in love with and then you turn around and you fell out of love with them, right? This love that you ought to have for God is not a love based on what you receive. It's not a love based on feelings. It is a love that is rooted and grounded in the expression of your will. It's a love that you choose have and you choose to show but here's the thing that you have to understand loving God doesn't happen automatically loving God is a choice that you have to make you say wait a minute no 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 come on pastor I love the Lord he heard my cry you can say all of that quote all the Christian cliches you want to quote but it's a choice that you make and I submit to you that there are times that you love God more than others when your love for God should be constant John chapter 14, he says, if you love me, obey my commandments. And so Jesus teaches that there's a direct correlation between love and obedience. Now, this made some of you uncomfortable on last week, but it's the truth. Nevertheless, if you love, you obey. If you love, you want to please. If you love, you want to comply with. That's what love does. You remember back in the day when you was in love? I, I mean, when you was when you was in love, you, I mean, you know, when you I mean when you was in love and 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 and, and your love was so genuine and pure, and there were actually songs that could <laughs> articulate your love. You know what I mean? Like even if you couldn't say it, you could just hit the play button. I, I'm so in love with you, whatever you want to do, is all right with me, say woo, right, but if you couldn't sing, you could just say it, just boom, Al, say it for me, Al, say it, Al, maybe that's what I'm feeling right there. Turn off the lights. <laughs> talk, Teddy. Yes, talk for me. Teddy, talking for me. Yes. And, and listen, when you had that kind of love, listen to me carefully. There was nothing you wouldn't do to please the person you love. They, they say to you, they say, baby, you know, I got a taste for. Oh, never mind. No, baby, what you want? What you want, girl? girl tell me what you want. Tell me what you, what you want. Your wish is my command. Tell me what you want. Oh, baby, it's too much trouble. No, oh, girl, ain't too much. Ain't nothing too much trouble. I, I was just thinking about, you know, when we at our favorite restaurant that's across town, you know, I, I had a taste for that. Maybe don't worry, but I'm going to go get it right now. No, no, no. This is before Uber Eats. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is before you could order anything, right? Like you had to go over there. You didn't even have a cell phone. You had to go over the meadow and through the woods to get it. Now you're on your way to the kitchen, and she said, you going to the kitchen. Can you give me a glass of water? Uh, sure, baby. You need to get up and get it yourself. Huh? Get your own water. Why are you drinking my water? The, listen to me carefully. The if in John chapter 14 verse 15 is critical because it suggests a choice. In other words, it doesn't happen automatically. He says, if you love me, you will obey me. If you choose not to, then you will not obey me. And my brothers and sisters, we have to make a choice to love God. We have to choose to love God. You can be in a relationship with God and not love God like you should. Don't leave here and not understand that. Just because you say I'm a Christian doesn't mean you love God like you should, just like you can be married and not love your spouse like you should. It's a choice, and you have to exercise that will, and you can't love God when you think you're being blessed and then love God less when you're going through some hard times. you got to love them in the good and the bad. Matter of fact, if it's bad, love them more. Press more. Because you know the bad times are trying to pull you away. you got to make a commitment. I'm going to love God even more. Let's get to part two. Number one, today, I want you to recognize your love for God must be complete. Your love for God must be complete. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart. Circle the word all. With all your soul. Circle the word soul. Uh, uh, heart, uh, all. With all your mind. Circle the word all. With all your strength. Guess what word I want you to circle? All. Uh, that word for all means whole, complete, full extent, whether it speaks to time, amount, or degree. In other words, I'm giving you my, there's nothing left on my table. I've given you everything off my table and put it on your table. I've given you everything. Y todos, todo. I'm giving God everything. Here's the problem. Most of us at best with God are part-time lovers. We give them some. We may give them most. If we give them all, it won't be long. Right? The, The best God can get out of you is what he gets out of you an hour and a half on Sunday morning. He he gets an hour and a half on Sunday. He won't get an hour and a half the other six days of the week. You don't have to say amen. I know I'm right. And and, and here's what God says. You have to learn to live your life giving God all of you. All of you. All of your worship, all of your praise, all of your commitment, all of your character, all of your obedience. He wants it all. The totality of your, he wants all of you. That's what what he says. He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Here's the problem. It's not that we don't know how to give all. It's just we give all to the wrong place and the wrong people. No, no, no. You know how to give all. That's why you live the way you live right now. You're looking at me strange. Let me put a cord in the meter and park right there. You gave all your love to a man. You gave all your love to a woman. And they did not appreciate all of your love. They took advantage of you mistreated you, didn't love you like you felt like you deserved to be loved because you gave them all and then they had the unmitigated goal to give you part. And you gave them all. And here's the problem. You gave a temporal being what was only meant for an eternal God. Can the earthly appreciate what was only meant for heaven? How is the earthly going to appreciate what was meant for the eternal? It's like you giving a baby a Rolex watch and getting mad that the baby put the watch in his mouth. And then you get mad that the baby threw the watch on the ground. Tell me, what you doing? That's a $10,000, $20,000 watch. What you doing? It's a baby. Why would you give a child that kind of responsibility? And why would you get a God love to a mere mortal and then wonder why they can't appreciate it? It's because it was never intended for them. So maybe in this new year, as you practice on learning how to love right, Practice on God. Focus on loving God right. Not not your children, not your animals. Focus on loving God right and loving him with all your heart. Look at Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Make your love for God, your commitment to God, personal, comprehensive, and wholehearted. But here's the second and final thing today. Number two, your love for God must be balanced. It must be balanced. Verse 30, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Jesus understands that the nature of sin is to look for a loophole, to look for a way out. It's that, well, you said, but you didn't say. Oh, I misunderstood. Is that what you meant? So I pick and choose the parts that I want to comply with. And so Jesus says, well, let me just put it all out there. Let let me see if I could help you understand. Uh, Let's say if you have a really, really smart child. And your intention is for them to eat all the food on their plate. And you say, make sure you clean your plate. By the time I get back, I want your plate clean. And when you come back, the plate is washed and sitting on the counter. And then you look in the trash and the food, the vegetables that they didn't want to eat are in the trash. He said, I thought I told you to clean your plate. I did. Oh, you meant for me to eat all the food? You ain't never washed a dish in your life. Right? Why are you going to start washing dishes now? You know what I meant. Jesus says, I'm not even going to leave it to your imagination to figure out what I meant. Let me tell you what I mean. Look at A, heart. comes from the word cardio, where we get cardiac and cardiology from. It, it, It literally speaks to the control center of the human being. Biblically, it's used as a picture to talk about that which is the most important place in the human system. He says, "You are to love God with all your heart. You are to love God be with all your soul, the, 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 the breath of who you are, the breath of life, the, the self-conscious, the life essence, that in you that will transcend time into eternity. Now, now, now let me be honest with you. Most of us don't have a problem with B. Well, We don't have a problem loving God with our soul because we want him to save our soul. But my heart, I got some other plans for my heart, Lord. I've given given my heart over here. Even, Even though they haven't really treated my heart right, but I'm Give in my heart. Well, you know what? I'm just going to keep my little piece of heart that I got back. And and I'm not trying to give it to anybody else. And God said, but the problem is you should have given it to me first. I I should have been the one who got your heart. Look and see, he says, you got to love the Lord with all your mind. The the faculty of, of thought of intellect right and and, and the challenge here is that you should know that you are never to love God with a heart and not with your head that loving God should be as intellectually stimulating as it is heart inspiring and if you know how to shout but you don't know why you shout then you are a disservice to the body of Christ. You should be able to defend your faith and defend what God has done in your life. Psalm 100 verse 3 says, Know that the Lord, he is God. No. You should know it. And watch this. When you read the 100th division of Psalms, your praise for God should be rooted and find its foundation in your knowledge of God. Because if you don't know God, you can't praise God. So don't talk about how much you know him, but you don't want to praise him. Because praise and knowledge should go hand in hand they should go together see we have functioned too long in our churches on emotionalism without an assignment we have functioned around emotionalism without an education and so we come in ignorant leave feeling better but just as ignorant look at D You should love God with all your strength. Strength, both literally and figuratively, speaks to forcefulness, speaks to power, speaks to might, speaks to your physical strength that you are to love God with all your strength. What a tragedy! that some of us who are older gave our best to the devil and have given to God what's left. (laughs) You gave your best to the devil and danced all night long with the devil and can't stand up for 20 minutes in praise without complaining standing all day in here. Ooh. Lord, how long this praise period gonna go? I'm just saying. You didn't want the band to stop playing. You didn't want the DJ to stop spinning. But when it comes to church, it don't take all of that. Preach, Colfield. I know I'm gonna... No, I'm preaching. Listen to me carefully. You are never to give the Lord some of who you are. Give him your all. If, if I had one step left to cut, I'm going to cut that one step for the Lord. If I got one more hand clap or praise to give, I'm going to give it to the Lord. If I got one more time to lift my hands, I'm going to lift my hands to the Lord. Because God wants, deserves, and commands all of your love. Look at Deuteronomy 10, 12. Now, Israelites, listen. What does the Lord your God really want from you? The Lord your God wants you to respect him and do what he says. He wants you to love him and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Now, as we talk about reprioritizing, And for somebody prioritizing God in your life, uh, I need you to know it's going to take a conscious decision on your part. Because there's nothing in this world that is designed to remind you to love God like you should. As a matter of fact, everything in this world is designed to distract you. To take your attention away, to get you focusing on minors instead of focusing on the major. And if you're not careful, you will allow your busyness to justify your ignoring and your failure to prioritize God in your life. So there are times that I get really busy. Um, this, This past week was really hard, just training, and then went to San Antonio and spoke at a funeral there, had to drive back and then had a funeral Yesterday, I've got two sermons today, a two-hour training session, got my radio show. So, got a lot of stuff going on, right? And at times that I've just been swamped. And my mother would call me during those times, and, and here's how the conversation went. Hey, baby, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I'm, look, I don't, I don't have a lot of time. I've been busy ripping and running and bum, blah 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 bum. And she say, so you was too busy to check on me? You're too busy to call your mama? Now, you got one or two ways to go with that. (laughs) Like, this is the freeway to hell that you are on right now. (laughs) So you can continue down the freeway or take the first exit you can get. And if you can't get to an exit, look for one of them little U-turn spots in the road. But you better head in in the right direction real quick. You didn't have time to call me and let me know you was all right? You didn't have time to check on me? Uh, um, um, No no, ma'am, it's not that I didn't have time to check. I I, I really, you know what? I'm sorry. How you doing? (laughs) Mom, what's going on? What you need? You need anything? Everything all right? And and guess what? I better make time because watch this. There was nothing in the world that was going to give me time, right? So so when people say to me, if you have time or when you have time, man, I don't have time. If I don't make time, I'm not going to have any time, right? Can you imagine how God feels? When you run around busy doing what you do, you, you busy living your life and, and taking your heart, mind, soul, and strength everywhere else, can you imagine if God just stopped you for a minute and said, excuse me, hey, how you doing? I'm God. You, you know, everything that you have, I gave to you. But, but, but I don't hear from you. I haven't, you haven't talked to me, you... You won't stop moving long enough for me to talk to you. Are you too busy to talk to me? See, if you're going to reprioritize God in your life, that that means you're going to have to make some changes. That means, for example, if it's going to be in the morning, get up a little earlier or change what you do when you get up. But if you get up in the morning and you're too busy to stop and pray and just thank God for the gift of life, Look, look, watch this. If you're too busy because you're reading your newspaper, but you can't take any time to read your Bible, right? You, you want to check and see how the day is going to be. Let me check my horoscope. <laughs> see what God is saying today to the posse of Aquarius. Let me see what he's saying there. Let me, let me see what God has to say to the sassy Sagittarians. Let me see what he got. Let me see what God got. No, 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 that ain't God talking. But you won't even pick up the word and put something positive in your spirit. You got to love God with everything. Because he's given you everything you have. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you, God, because... There's no question, as we think about it, whether or not you deserve it. But the truth of the matter is, we have gotten so distracted by the things of this world that we have failed to give to you all that is due to you. And so God, help us today as we look at making first things first and making you first, that we would love you above all else. We recognize, God, that when we love you right, we can love others right. But when we don't love you right, we can't love anybody else right. Because you are ultimately the one who teaches us how to love. And if we can learn to love ourselves and love each other the way you love us, we and the world would be a better place. We ask your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen.
2: God has spoken the church say amen. Those of you can and will, please stand on your feet. We received a challenging word this morning. The second Sunday of a new year, second Sunday of a new decade. You had all 2019 to make him first. But somehow, way, he dropped to the bottom. But he gave you a new year and a new decade to make him first. So today you have a chance. If you don't know the Lord and the pardon of your sins, today you have a chance to come to a saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We extend to you right now a chance to say, I believe in Jesus. And I want to make 2020 a whole lot better than 2019 was. And I'm going to start it the right way in relationship with Jesus Christ. So we extend to you right now an opportunity to come just as you are on this Sunday. Take advantage of it. Pastor just told us you got to make the time. God has blessed you to be here right now. He's made the time for you, so don't turn away you have not accepted Jesus. We extend to you now an opportunity to come just as you are, as the choir sings.
0: Let the church say amen.
2: Amen. The Is there another? Is there another? And the church say in yourself that you was gonna get it right in 2020. You didn't go to church like you should have. And God let you see one more year. You're here today because it's time now to come on back. God's been waiting on you. Whatever kept you away, don't let it keep you away now. Come on just as you are. And this is what I can tell you. We're gonna love on you just as God loves on us. And you can be a part of a church family that's trying to get it together just like you. We're not perfect in any shape, form, or fashion. So we, enjoy, we invite you to join us right now on this journey. So you've been visiting, you've been thinking about it. You don't need to think anymore. Come on, just as the Lord is speaking to your heart right now. Receive him and come just as you are. That's the choir sings.
0: Let the church yes.
2: not promised. Sunday is here. God is waiting.
3: The message was for you
2: today. we come now to thank you because you spoke in a powerful way. Thank you for this challenge this morning, Lord, that you've given to us through your under shepherd. So Lord, now some people have responded. We don't know what they need, Lord, but we are so glad that they responded. So we pray right now that you meet their needs, wherever it may be Lord, and then Show us what we need to do to help them on this journey in relationship with you. Whatever has to take place, Lord, we pray that you give us the provision so we can provide for them, Lord, all that you have. And then, Lord, in doing it, you get all the glory and all the honor And that these families and, and all of these lives are blessed beyond measure. Thank you for the confirmation this morning lord thank you that they decided to follow you and to make you first we pray your special blessings on them in the name of jesus we pray amen 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 Our senior pastor. Amen. Amen. All right, church, it's time for the offering. Amen. Amen. We have several ways that you can give. You can uh, text. You can go online and give through Pushpay or Giblify. You can write a check or give cash as the baskets are passed. All we ask is that you give as the Lord has blessed you. Uh, You see all that we're doing uh, in the community and all we're doing here for our church family, and we cannot do any of that without your blessings through giving. So we pray and we look for you to give so that we can continue to do what God has called us to do here as this shining light on the corner in Third Ward. So your gifts are used, and they are needed to continue to do God's work. So we are now going to lift the offering. Let's continue in giving both deacons. we thank you for these gifts that have been given and we pray that they're used to build a kingdom and to give you glory in jesus name we pray amen all right master control we're in your hands
3: our corporate midweek bible studies will be convening wednesday january 15th each week we will worship our awesome god by studying his word and by fellowshipping with one another you can join us at 12 noon in room 221 where Pastor Sloan is facilitating a journey through the book of Romans, studying what it means to be made right with God through faith in Jesus Christ. Or at 7 p.m. here in the sanctuary where Dr. Elliot Green will be unpacking the topic feeling deserted by God, dealing with pains and disappointments when God is curiously silent. So we cordially invite you to come join us and please bring a friend. Start the year in discovery membership classes. Come join us to find out what your church believes and discover how God has gifted you. These seminars are designed to provide every potential member of Good Hope a fundamental understanding of our faith, purpose, and practice. Each seminar utilizes four sessions to discuss and explain different applications of our faith and provides practical steps in moving members from the pew to becoming mature believers who are exercising their spiritual gifts for the glory of God. Classes are regularly scheduled to take place every second Sunday at 12.30 p.m. in The View. Sign up via the Good Hope website or I Am Hope mobile app. Since 2015, Hearts of Hope has provided parent workshops led by lead servant and board certified behavior analyst, Jalisa Scott. Come attend monthly chat and chew discussions covering pressing issues parents are experiencing. Over a dozen families have been receiving support within this ministry to be better equipped to handle the challenges that raising children can bring. There's always room for more. Discussions include supporting academic success, managing our stress levels, navigating parent-teacher conferences, handling puberty, and so much more. We hope to see you there. Chat and Choose are hosted on the first Wednesday of each month at 7 p.m. in the Center for Hope resource room. Sign up via the Good Hope website or I Am Hope mobile app.
0: Don't forget, for additional events and announcements, download our new interactive I Am Hope mobile app. CDs of all sermons are located in the Center for Hope bookstore for a donation of $5. That about does it for this week's Good News Weekly Announcements. Have a blessed and prosperous week, and remember, good hope, loving God, loving all people, and changing the world.
2: Amen. Govern yourselves accordingly. I want to add to uh, those announcements today. We have the leadership training that Pastor is going to conduct Uh, It'll be in the view, so you'll be there also in conjunction with Discovery. And uh, for the leadership training, it is for those members that are part of ministry. And if you're a ministry leader, if you have not attended the previous previous two training classes in December, then we're expecting to see you today at at 12 o'clock, immediately after the service. So if you have not attended... The previous two, you need to attend the one today. If you didn't go in December, you need to go in January. If you missed all of December, you have today you can go. Amen. If you are a part of a ministry, a ministry leader, and you didn't go in December, and you hear and you hear me talking, then you need to go today. Amen. Is that clear? All right. You're going to be there with all the Discovery students, and, and we're going to have a fellowship meal. Then after that, we're going to go into the breakout sessions. Pastor is expecting you. It is a mandatory leadership meeting, so you must be there. if You're going to continue in ministry. Amen. All right. This is 2020. We're trying to do it a whole new way. Trying to do plenty in 20. I ain't going to start that. Okay. We need to see you today at 1230, and you will be blessed by this training, all right? And if you haven't finished the discovery classes, come on. We're waiting on you today as well. We do have a potato chip we're going to give to you, so we're going to make sure you're all right, all right? (laughs) So come on and join us right after the service, okay? I want to also uh, remind you to continue in prayer. Our sick and shut in members. Uh, We uh, had a service on yesterday, uh, Dorothy Freelon. Remember that family in your prayers and all of our grieving families. Amen. All right. Uh, I think that takes care of all of the announcements. It is time to recognize our guest. So if you're visiting today with us for the very first time, would you please stand? We're not going to ask you to say anything. We do want to recognize you. When you stand, please remain standing. (laughs) Amen. 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 We are so glad that you came this way to fellowship with us. We hope that you have been blessed by the singing, by the priest's word, and by the fellowship. And because you're here, we have a special reception for you. So I'm going to ask that you gather your things and follow these young ladies who are part of our guest relations ministry. They're going to take you to the area for the reception. We have a special gift for you, and we're going to tell you a little bit more about the Good Hope Church. You are welcome to come back anytime, all the time. Just come and fellowship with us. We're glad to see you, and we wish you the best for this year. So come on back. Spend a little time with us this morning, and we'll bless you in a mighty way. Amen? All right, y'all. Tell me, show some love. Show some love. They came in the cold weather to fellowship with the Good Hope Church. Amen. All right. We're going to dismiss in a minute. I know y'all got to pick up the cheering. Just give us a second. We're going to dismiss. All right, let's let our visitors leave, and uh, we'll have the benediction. Amen. All right. Brother V. Mike, man, you just blessed us today. God bless you. Yeah. You bless us anytime you show up, man. All right, amen. All right, if everybody's good, let's stand and receive the benediction. Touch the shoulder, grab a hand, give a hug. God, we come now to thank you for this word that we have received that reminds us to make you first. Reminds us to give all of us to you. Thank you, Lord, that you're good enough, God, to give us another chance. Here we are in this new year, Lord, and we look to you to, to give us the strength that we need, Lord, to continue to bless us. We, we count on your grace. Thank you for your unmerited favor in our lives. Thank you for your redeeming love. Thank you that you're giving us what we need to make you first. Now, Lord, I pray for everyone of the sound of my voice that you bless them this week when they rise up early and settle late. Bless them, Lord, when they go out and when they come in. Bless them in their labor and in their leisure until we come together again in the house of prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hug somebody on your way out. Show some love. We want to see you in the view. See you in the view for training.